Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, welcome back. Um, my name is Grace and I'm joined by Quay. And yeah, I can't believe this is episode 91. We're so close to 100 episodes. It's also like the same calculation to 100 as it is to my 40 weeks of pregnancy, which is when the baby will pop out or should pop out. Yeah, so today we're gonna to be doing, I'm gonna be interviewing Grace about baby number two, no, 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 about baby number one and the introduction of baby number two, because as y'all know, I don't have any kids. So Grace is my um, tutorial, you're my my role model. Yeah, you're my something that goes first. You're my tester. So it's an how-to video or how-to, I'm sorry. (laughs) How to prepare for baby number one, for baby number two. But before we get into that. That's a good one, yeah. (laughs) We're gonna talk about like how we're doing, some check-ins. Grace is gonna tell us what she's been up to and how she's feeling. I'll tell you where I've been and how I've been feeling. And then we'll talk about love is blind and then get into it. So Grace, tell us how you feeling? How's your blood glucose? All the good things. I'm doing good. Um, I've been feeling like really a lot more tired lately, which is like expected. I'm, I mean, I think this baby is just on full speed ahead growing to make her arrival. Um, I think everything is pretty much like developed for her at this point. So she's really just, you know, gaining that weight and yeah. So it, that's like pretty exciting. Um, she moves like a lot and she moves like a lot, a lot. And she does like really quick movement movements, like as if she's like raving in there or something. Um, and sometimes she even like, like hurts me. Like, I don't know how she's moving, but it like hurts inside. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, (laughs) just being hurt. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Love that for me. But yeah, like it's pretty much just like the next nine weeks is just um, like preparing for the baby, trying to clean, get everything organized, um, things like that. Uh, It's been so nice because I have like a lot of support, I feel, in Hamilton. Um, Like everyone on, there's two um, women on my street who had babies last summer. So they've been passing a lot of clothes on to me. And, um, I feel like I, I, I'm pretty much going to be prepared from just their, their giveaways. Um, yeah, I've kind of been like stuck on what I've been watching on Netflix. Um, I did finish that Bel Air. Um, I don't, have you heard of Bel Air Quay? No, no. What is that? Oh, so Will Smith created from like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he created Bel Air, and it's more okay. of like he's not in it or anything, but it's like the same 
it's none of the same cast, but it's, you know, like Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv and they're like different actors. And it's like the same premise, but it's not like a comedy. It's like a drama. So there's only four episodes and I watched them all. And it was pretty good because you just like want to know what the, the drama is going to be. Like I, I, I'm not spoiling anything. Like I feel like Dr. Uncle Phil, who was like this like nice guy in the last series is kind of like, I don't know, you are going to have like suspicions of him, like how maybe how he got all that money. I don't know. That's my, because like Bel Air, because I was even asking Ben, because I'm like, what, like, where is Bel Air? And he's like, oh, it's in LA. It's like in LA. Like, they, like did it on Selling Sunset, didn't they? They're like, oh, the house in Bel Air. It's like expensive. It's yeah. so expensive. I'm like, oh, well, the Kardashians live in like Calabasas. And he's like, yeah, that's where like, all the celebrity like the the Kardashians kind of made like Calabasas a thing it wasn't really a thing but Bel Air is like where like the rich of the rich like richer than like the celebrities are and I'm like Whoa. so I'm like how did Dr. or Uncle Phil get all that money to live in Bel Air and- I think now they're even like in hidden they're in hidden hills but it's like right beside Calabasas oh. I don't know like I know like I know where they live so I don't know why I'm talking like that <laughs> <laughs> I've never even been to California <laughs> I know so that's kind of what I've been um I've been doing I've been sleeping a lot um working Nico's on March break now so um I'm going to be working obviously but we have some great friends that are going to take Nico and do fun things. Um, well, like with him and their son. So yeah, things are, things are going good. How are you doing, Quay? How am I doing? I'm doing really good. I <coughs> um, just got back from, not just, but like I recently got back from the Dominican. I went on a girl's trip with my friend, my good friend and the guest of the podcast, Faith. And her sister, Nikki, and I got to, some of Nikki's friends messaged her about, oh, that they listened. So I wanted to say hi to them, all the girls who are Mi'kmaq out in Mi'kmaq country. What up? Um, thanks for listening. But yeah, the Dominican was so fun. It was such a good break. And I'm really grateful for that time that I got to go because the world's, like, not the world's opening up again, like, but I mean... Be, the work that we do is very much in person on 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 campus at our school so I like after basically like March I think I'll have to be on campus all the time so I took this like leap and I was so supported by like the team that we work with that like they're good that I like went and I'm like hey I can come to these check-in meetings whenever whatever and I'll do these things um but I was able to go and like remember I I feel like sometimes I get caught up in my head about like oh I don't want to what people think of me or like but being with like Faith and Nikki it was such a blessing because they were like oh this music is really fun let's dance oh this food is so good don't like appreciative of the world yeah and like letting letting loose, but all like let let loose and like not a, I don't want to say appropriate ways, but like 
Well, I don't even know how I'm supposed to say it, like what I'm supposed to describe. They're just like, they see the world and are so grateful for the world so differently that I'm like, oh, I needed to take a step back and just like appreciate again. Because mm-hmm. I was getting, when you get in, when you live in Toronto and like you live down south, like you kind of get into that, like, let me, let me get ahead. Let me get ahead. Like it's definitely capitalism, <laughs> but it's like, when you take a break and you can breathe that you can see like the world is so beautiful and you're so grateful and I'm like so grateful that my that I had met her mm-hmm. like how, whatever many years ago and that she's still there to be by my side as a friend and like wants to check in and stuff so because I we get busy <laughs> um grace like you get busy raising families we get busy in our own careers mm-hmm. and that was a really good trip but I also, okay, this is funny. Um, I also kind of aired myself out. Like, I okay, I'm gonna try to say this so um, anonymously. So I was seeing somebody, and they knew I listened. I had a podcast, mm-hmm. and they were listening. And I said something about somebody else that I was seeing on the podcast, or not on the podcast in my life, and they heard it. And so I aired myself out and then they are like, <laughs> that's their loss for not wanting to hang out anymore. But <laughs> oh, um, that's my, now my tip to people when we are like doing workshops is going to be don't talk about relationships when <laughs> you're still navigating new ones. So yeah. well, if they're still um, listening, Hey, <laughs> if, yeah. If you're still listening, thanks, man. I appreciate it for, for still listening yeah but I finished watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I really like how they play the character like I was really so it's said in like the 1960s I think in New York and I love New York and it was like um they had the mom being this really traditional mom but then in the last season they kind of like broke her out to be like her own businesswoman and I love that for her like I love women being depicted as like how we really are we run the show we run this shit mm-hmm. so that's what it's coming out to be in the the show um but then I finished love is blind and I am who like shake is so fucking shitty I know <laughs> Like she left him and he was like, all right, let's turn up. And I'm like, no, you're putting, everyone knows you're putting on a face. And even his friend or somebody was like, are you okay? Yeah. He's like, I got, I got dinner at Nobu on Sunday. I'm good. And I'm like, bro, I think you missed the whole part of your culture. (laughs) Did you watch watch the reunion? I kind of fell asleep during it, but yeah. And everyone was like telling him to shut up. Yeah. I know. Like. I'm so proud of Deepti for standing up for herself because she also didn't know everything he said on camera about her and like not being like attracted to her and whatnot. So I'm glad she like trusted her gut because she could have easily went into it and said yes and then found out after, but she was strong enough to trust herself and said no and then found out all that after and was like, yeah, this just validated, you know, how I felt. Yeah. I was surprised that uh, Mallory's man 
what is his name? Oh, Sal. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised he said no. I but then, do. But then, if I was, I don't know for some reason, if I was Sal and I was rewatching that clip, I would be so pissed. But if I was Ayana for some reason and I saw that clip, I'm like, it's in the past. I don't know why I think like that. I think it's because she said something like, it was what she said. I can't remember how she handled that situation, but I was like, if I was Sal, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. Or she said, like, we don't have to get married or something. Well, what I like Ayana said too, she she said that she's like, whatever took place like before the engagement, she was like, I was able to like get over because it was before our engagement. Like Jared was like trying to navigate, like you know, like his feelings, but he's like that conversation between Jared and Mallory took place after their engagement. And he, she was like, that was inappropriate. And I'm like, good on you girl. Like for realizing that. And like for Sal, like he was like, yeah, that was like inappropriate too. And man, you like told me it was all a joke. And I just, I don't know. Sal is just so sweet. Sal is so sweet. Sal, I feel like a real... Where are they from? Chicago. Where is their, their families from? I have no idea. I feel like a, a woman from there would appreciate all the songs and things that he does. Because I'm like, imagine, but also, I don't know if this is like in Mallory's defense, imagine a man just started like drumming a hand drum song for you. Would you not fall in love? I would fall in love. Yeah. Like, I think like what she wanted was like different than Sal though. Like she thinks that she wanted all that. Like, I mean, but then she was like, she's like, I want like my man to tell me I'm a bad bitch. Like, you know, and I'm just like, okay, you, you kind of had someone who was like, going to tell you you're a beautiful, a a perfect man for like, any woman I feel like just romantic but she, yeah. I don't think that's what she really wanted like right so and I don't know but they seemed like they seemed like they would be like the perfect couple but I felt so bad for Sal because he was like doing all this work right and then she was just kind of like mm, that was cute and I'm just like no like fall in love with him like you're right that was nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cooking her dinner, and I'm like, Ugh. who else was there? That was really funny. Oh, what's her name? The thing about the one, the the, the new Jessica. Oh, and Shayna. Shayna, I thought Shayna crossed like a line between oh, totally. girls. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you don't, you don't go and do that stuff. But then also I know that they were, I think that Natalie and him might have had a connection and like really cared about each other. But so if he was really, really upset about like her not complimenting him. And then you saw when Shayna approached him at the beach, she's like, oh, I love your cologne. I love your shirt. Like mm-hmm. that, that is a much better match, unfortunately. But yeah. anyways, it's a TV show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's crazy. But 
Yeah. So I'm not too sure if any of our listeners have watched Love is Blind, but it's been out for a few weeks now. So hope we didn't spoil anything. But yeah, I watched like all the episodes the day they came out. And so like I'm. You've been waiting for me to get (laughs) here. Yeah, I've been waiting for it. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'm not really watching anything now because I've just watched everything possibly. (laughs) Oh, 90 Day Fiance. Do we want to do a little tidbit about that? Hermena is so awful for calling the, no, for being honest. She called, what's his name? Gross. Yeah, Mike. Jimena, Jimena, yeah. I'm actually just watching the new episode that came out today oh. now. Um, Wait, there's like an after that one, after when she, sorry, the dog's in my home and parking. Yeah, there's every Sunday they come out with an episode. By what time? Well, it's already out. So I'm assuming like at midnight it comes okay. out. So, um, yeah, 90 Day Fiance is another show that Quay and I watched. And for the longest time, we didn't know we watched it together. Like, we yeah. were watching it. I think I, like, brought it up. And you're like, I watched 90 Day Fiance, too. And I'm like, what? So, yeah. yeah, I've been, like, catching up on all the, well, I'm already through all the catching up of 90 Day Fiance. So I'm just watching it week to week. I only jumped in halfway. Like, now I'm going back and watching from the beginning and seeing how everybody is. Yeah. And I'm like... I, I like it was it's something you totally don't need to totally watch from the beginning to start like I think I started in the beginning of Feb like I started when I was in London yeah and, and now since I like, caught up I'm like going back I can't believe um Memphis did you did you well I don't know I'm just going to talk about it I can't believe that she was so open about like being depressed and stuff for but it was only like four days like I, I bet she still struggles with it yeah yeah totally so <clears throat> okay do we want to shift gears and now I'm going to interview you sure yeah awesome. okay welcome to live with Quay on <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to ask you some other things before we get into the, I have a list from the Today Show, but I'm going to ask you some other things first. Sure. Okay. Where were you when you found out you were pregnant with baby number two? I was at home um, and I didn't like do a, like a pregnancy, like a traditional pregnancy test. I did like we, I, we did blood work. Um, because we were at the fertility clinic for the month of August and I was just on like simple medication. And so they like track everything. And then at the end you have to do like blood work to see if you're pregnant. And so I did that. And then Ben was in the living room and Nico was on the floor playing. And I like, look at my phone and I'm getting a call from like the fertility clinic and I'm like oh my god like they have my blood work so I like take the call and I like go upstairs and she's like so I have your results and they're positive and I'm like positive for what because <laughs> like for four years like we've never had a positive like on any tests so 
for like pregnancy. So she's like, oh, I'm sorry, like positive that like you're pregnant. And I'm like, whoa. So then I went downstairs and I told Ben and we both started crying. And the thing, first thing he said to me was like, this is all like the naturopaths like help. And he finally, and that was kind of like when he finally like believed in the naturopath because he was kind of like, oh, it's so like pocus pocus. Like you could have just, yeah. I could have told you that. And, or yeah, I don't know, things like that. I'm like, yeah, but he like, I don't know, just really supported me in, in like choosing a better lifestyle. So yeah, that's where I was when I found out. What was Nico's reaction when you told him? So we told him right at that time because we were like crying and he's like, why are you guys crying? And then we like told him, we're like, like, there's like a baby in our like mommy's belly. And um, so he was like, he was pretty happy. I think like kind of shocked and like trying to understand it. But then he started like telling everyone um, like he yeah. told Quay like a week later, maybe, or like days later, I don't know. And then he told like his, um, kindergarten teacher like a week later um and yeah so it's it's kind of yeah he was really excited yeah he keeps it good because he's so excited and like for me and for his kindergarten teacher I think those are like not influential people in his life but they're like oh these are people I can tell news to yeah like, you know yeah. what I mean yeah um okay now we're going to go into um, the Today Show Seven Things to Do with Your Firstborn Before Your Second Baby Arrives. <laughs> so it says the first thing to do with your firstborn is to book a plane ticket. It's fair to say that flying pre kids is an infinitely superior experience than to do it post kids. What? Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. Did you plan a family trip with Neeks? Um, we didn't, but we're kind of like the because we literally we have like two months left. So um I think we want to do like, you know, like a either a day trip or an overnight at like Niagara Falls and do things that he really wants to do. Um, and then even just like, you know, like monster jam, like that, those big trucks that like crash and whatnot are coming to Hamilton. Yeah. And, um, like, we want to, like, treat him to that, even though, like, I don't know, I feel like we're still going to be able to, I, I don't know yet, for sure, what it's like to have two kids, but I feel like we're, we are still going to try to balance all of that. But um, I know for a while, like, it'll have to be just, like, separate, like, even in a month, like, Ben's going to have to take him to Monster Jam alone, because I don't think I want to be smelling all that exhaust because we went a few years ago and it smells really bad yeah. and just it's really loud so um yeah those are kind of things we're just trying to like make them feel special too before the baby comes okay so the next question is get the big kid bed but Nix has been in a big kid bed for a long time yeah he has been um oh put together a big kid tour area Babies have their own um, cute toys. What about the Legos? So have you set up or talked to Nico about creating an area just for him? Um, 
No, we haven't. Um, I feel like this baby is just going to have to create its own area. It's going to have to do a lot. Okay, because it said, have you also talked to Nico about how some toys are unsafe for babies? Yeah, I think he's going to be pretty good about that because even with having a dog this past year, he's oh, like yeah. learned like, oh, like Frank can't chew this. Frank, like he's ruined some of Nico's toys. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's going to have to be another important thing. Like, don't leave your Legos out like small pieces because like the baby will like put them in her mouth. Mm-hmm. So if you held on to any clothes from when Nico was a baby, have you sifted through them to see which ones you wanted to reuse? Yeah, you know what the saddest thing is? So I found out I was pregnant the end of August and then the beginning of August, I was like clearing out all of our baby stuff because I did hold on to a lot of Nico's clothes and I'm like, it's not happening. Like, and I was just kind of like, I'm just going to let this go and then we'll just get new stuff or get clothes passed on so I got rid of a lot of Nico's stuff um which is okay because it's also a different gender um and we got a lot passed on from neighbors too so it worked out and that's something that I didn't know that how quickly kids go through clothes yeah like, so quickly. I thought a lot about like I didn't think a lot I guess I didn't think a lot I thought it was simple where you like dress them for the day and they're like in they're fit for the day no they go through like three they go through a couple <laughs> outfits yeah one how many but I'm like that's so many fits you have to think of then at the at some point it's like no you just put on whatever's clean yeah <laughs> I know okay so have you just take a class have you taken a class or have you oh have you enrolled your son have you enrolled Neeks in swim class or little league um he has been in swim lessons it's kind of been hard with COVID because so many things get canceled like he was in swim lessons but it got canceled oh. because because I got to, was supposed to start in January and that's when we went into lockdown but he's been in um skating lessons like we got that later today and he's really good at that and probably do like summer soccer that's like always such a I don't know a seasonal Classic. thing yeah, yeah. Because, like, I guess it mentions, like, about having, like, a structure and, like, a ritual for them. Like, no matter what happens, to the, when the baby comes, their lives are still going to be, I still get to go to class. Yeah. Okay, cool. The nice thing, too, like, it's kind of has been perfect timing. Like, when I found out I was pregnant, it was pretty much September, and Nico's starting school. And then when I'm having this baby, it's in May, and Nico will still be in school. So, like, his, like, routine isn't going to change much. Yeah. Um, and I'm just looking forward to like it being more spring weather or even summer weather then. So we could spend a lot of time outside in the evenings. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. Um, have him make something for the nursery. Share the fun of designing a nursery with your eldest child. Sit them down and ask if they're willing to help make the baby's room extra special by adding something noteworthy to them. So have you, have you made a nursery? And then did Nico, can, have you thought about Nico supporting anything like making a painting for his sister? Yeah, so he definitely wants to like go shopping for the baby. 
And we just like, we've gotten everything passed on. So we haven't done any shopping, but I, we do want to like go to the store and get um, some, you know, like soothers and things like that, like things that Nico can pick out um, and maybe some outfits that he would think are cute. Um, and then he's been like, like when it was Valentine's Day last month, he made, you know, every, I don't know, he made cards for like everyone. And then he even included the baby. So he's like already including the baby in like his artwork, which is super cute. Um, but yeah, he, he wants to contribute more to like the nursery. He's excited for that. You frame that for when they're older and yelling at each other. And he's like, you used to love each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next question is kind of like what you just mentioned, shopping for your, oh, no, no, it's not, sorry. Have you shopped for like a big bro or a big sister gift? Um, like, so, you know, when you see, you know, when you love it, when you go to a dinner, dinner party and a guest brings you like flowers or a bottle of wine, like saying, thanks for having me. It's the same strategy for kids. After it's, it's not hard to appreciate a newcomer who arrives bearing gifts. Pick up something big kid worthy, usually rever- reserved for Santa something like a train table or a bike. So have you thought about that? Hmm, that's actually a good idea. Um, I mean, nothing like too extravagant, but- Then you'll have to watch both. Yeah. People on the road and a baby on your tent. <laughs> nothing too extravagant, but I think definitely like having a gift aside for like when we do have the baby and then something special for Nico. Um, yeah, no, I haven't thought of that yet, um, but that's a good idea. It says later on that um, pretend like the baby brought it for him. I don't know about that. It's like, even if he's older, he'll know the baby didn't actually bring him a new gadget. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about lying like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this just adds on to like another thing I have to like be prepared for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, having to like clean all this baby stuff and then like make its baby bag and my hospital bag. And I'm like, heck, I can't be getting Nico's bag. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, um, Then it says, talks about reading to him about books, not about books, reading to him books about becoming a big brother, like babies don't eat pizza or a big kid's book about baby brothers, the new baby at your house, or we have a baby. Have you gotten him any of those books? Yeah. So actually my sister sent me one um, about being like a big sibling. So we, we read him that and I plan to read it to him again, like prior to like the baby coming. But yeah, we've done that. Okay, cool. Okay, we're coming up to the last two. And the last one is actually a really good idea that I think, but I, we're going to go to the first one first. Um Bust out the old photos. Kids love to reminisce as much as you do. So settle into the sofa with a good photo book or five and invite your big kid to look at the pages and take a look at their baby pictures. Have you looked at the baby pics with Nico yet from when he was a little child? I know I sent you a photo yesterday. Did you show him? Um, yeah. So we're always like showing him pictures of when he was a baby because like I feel like every day I'm getting... Um, memories so oh oops I have something is that your mom 
no it's my sister um so we're like always showing him um pictures but it's I know it's kind of like a little bit off topic but it's funny making the connections to like Nico do you know like daddy was a baby once and who who is his mommy and he's like yeah. ooh, and we're like <laughs> grandma and he's like what and he's like so shocked we're like you know who daddy's daddy is and he's like who so he's just like um yeah <laughs> making those connections and even like um when I'm like so it was funny he made I kind of like burst his bubble the other week because we were like I was talking to him about like actors and movies and he like oh okay so grace has to take a minute over there but i wanted over there (laughs) nico came in the room but i wanted to also tell a story about like the connections and stuff like that like when little kids are connecting things so one time my brother when he was with um when he was at his like Jesus's mom's house and then her nieces and nephews were there and they were trying to explain like who I was because it was Christmas time and I came over to hang out and celebrate Christmas with them and this when they were little little now they know who I am and like understand who was like a sibling and a sister but they were like you know how like Yvette and Simon they're like Yvette you know how Simon's your brother well Nim has the same thing but a sister and a brother and they were like their minds were like blown because they only meet like they've only met my brother as like an individual person not without like the family web so they were like whoa but yeah now now it's not a big deal (laughs) I know it's so cute when they first like they're first trying to like understand it um but what I was talking about was Nico with um when I burst his bubble about actors because I was like oh you know like the Batman, the new Batman that's out, there was the other Batman that had the Joker and he was like the best Joker and his name was Heath Ledger, but he passed, I'm just going into all this detail, then I'm yeah. like, he's like an actor, like how um, I was like, you know, um, Eggman in Sonic is the same actor as the Grinch. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, his like, what is this Jim Carrey and I'm like that's like his name is Jim Carrey and he's like Eggman isn't Eggman I'm like uh-oh like I just like totally ruined like his his idea of like of these characters but yeah it's um it's nice when they're it's cute when they are first learning like family connections yeah okay so we're going to round out the episode with something I think that's a really cool idea and it is and I want to know, have you invented a code word? So if a kid is post-toddler age, work together to drum up a phase or a password that they can use when they're feeling left out or stressed out when the new baby arrives. Not only will this show that they that you take their feelings seriously, it gives a big kid an easy way to communicate that they need to hug. Oh, that's actually so sweet. Um, no, we haven't thought of anything yet, but, um, I feel like Nico's like, it's good to like fig- figure a word out, but he's also just getting a lot better. Cause he's like five over five years old at regulating yeah. his emotions and like letting us know what is bothering him. So, um, 
yeah, I know it's, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how the dynamic changes because like none of us can really expect how it's going to be, but um, I'm just really proud of Nico because um, he is such like a mature kid. So I'm, I trust things are going to, are going to be okay. And, you know, I, I don't know, I have such a close connection with Nico. Like, I feel like just like a mother and son type bond. And so, yeah, I even say like, oh, Nico, are you always, are you like going to be my baby forever, even though a new baby's coming? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> he is honestly so sweet. Like, he's so kind, caring and loving. And um, I'm excited to see how he is going to be there for his new sister. Uh, I had one question to ask. You should ask, I know you're the youngest. You should ask what your siblings thought when you came around. I know, I should. That would be interesting. I remember when, so Muck's birthday just passed and I remember when he came home and like, or we went to the hospital. Like, I don't remember understanding what it meant that my mom was pregnant. Yeah. Like, I'm like, cool. And then I carried on my day and then I kind of forgot about it. And then one time she was at the hospital and we had to go see her and they were like, they, my dad wheeled in this little baby and I was like, okay, who's this? And they're like, no, that's your brother. And I'm like, but I asked for a girl and they're like, well, this is what you have. And I'm like, can't you return it? And they're like, no. And so I remember like that, but I also remember being like having this big overwhelming sense of like protection. Yeah. Like even like I I knew that the baby had to sit in the back and I got to sit in the front seat and my mom sat in the back. But even then I was like, I have to be back there too. Yeah. And I was like, the baby's fine. Luck was fine in the backseat with my mom. But I was like, move over, mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. So you should ask your siblings, like, what was it like? Unless they remember. Yeah, totally. I'll do that. Okay, so everyone, we are also taking um tips and advice so if you have any advice about what to do with baby number one when baby number two comes home or anything um slide into our dms let us know if you aren't already follow us on instagram mm -hmm. we are call her Andy podcast you can follow me quay buzz and grace is going to be a little private for a bit because she's going to be you know tending to her little fam yeah but um, will will you try to post on our on our main feed so that people can see? Totally, yeah. Okay. Um, I've been meaning to go like more private on my own like personal social media, um, mm -hmm. but I'm just still trying to like navigate like okay, how much am I like gonna share about like my personal life? But for like totally. for like our podcasts, like I will give you guys an update when the baby does arrive. That's also understandable because like you have these little people that you have to take care of and monitor and like protect, right? Yeah, so. totally. So it's I totally get it, respect it, love it. 
but you all have been on the on my journey on listening <laughs> to our journey for like two years now so um you guys will definitely get an update when the baby comes okay so until next week okay toodaloo So your podcast, Andy's, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.